Chapter 20 And Then There Was Hobbes To find the water of life, he must first find the dragon, my dragon, the dragon who had held me prisoner and whomped my ass a chest. That dragon? He was the guardian of the water of life? I was going to kill him. I was going to go back to his study and I was going to fucking kill him. Imagine sending me on some wild goose chase. If you search for it, the water of life will find you. Oh, he must be having some laugh at my expense. And why did I think I was being fucked around? This cat. She just looked at me. She just told me that to find the water of life, I must first find the dragon. The dragon who had kicked me out of his home. Sent me in search of the water of life, all so I could get my hands on dragon's breath. Well, I guess that was one way to get rid of me. And here I thought I was his prisoner. But let's not be too hasty here. After all, there could be more than one dragon, right? Catwoman didn't say anything. Just looked at me, standing like a cat, fingers holding leisurely to her staff, ears twitching in the wind, fur as gray as charcoal, saying nothing. I seem to get that a lot. People and assorted things looking at me without saying anything. She looked as if she were figuring how fast I could run. I guess she got tired of saying nothing. The water of life is well guarded. You want the water of life? You must first seek the dragon who guards the way. And I suppose you know the way, after a fashion. Meaning you know of it. You've never been there, never seen it, never faced the dragon. You don't know the way. Neither do you. A mere technicality. I don't brag about things I don't know. I know things. Name one. How many angels dance on the head of a pin? As many as want to. Ask me something I don't know. What is your name? I took the lantern in both hands, gave it a good swing, and sent it sailing over the cliff. It spun frantic arcs through the air, looking like a falling star fighting for the sky. It struck something on the way down, spitting light, flailing like a mad thing. Then it was gone. I was underground. I had just thrown my lantern off a cliff. Weird. I turned back to little Miss Puss with no boots, seeing nothing for the dark, and sat on the stone with a stream bubbling from the earth beside me. She stepped toward me, didn't make a sound, but I just knew she was getting closer. Struck a light like a new star. It was one of those sparkler things you see at fireworks shows. She held it out for me. I didn't want to take it. I didn't ask how many can dance on the head of a pin. 
I know how many actually do. How many want to dance on the head of a pin? Not all of them do. My name is Hobbs, by the way. Drake, Matthew Drake, it's what they call me anyway. Well, Drake, Matthew Drake, would you seek the water of life? I would not. I have no choice. We all have choices, even to have none. That is so profound, I could just puke. Why are you here, Matt? Because I want my heart back. Then let us begin. She offered me the sparkler again, and I took it. She offered me her hand, and I stood. Don't trust angels, by the way. They are deceitful and manipulative. They would kill you just as soon as look at you. Never trust an angel. Didn't really know how to answer that, so I just kept my mouth shut. Followed my angel in dark for really what I know about her. Maybe she was taking me to lunch. Me being the lunch. We walked over rocks and mountains and scrub, slivers of trees and the stuff that looked more like moss than grass. We were underground, I guess. Such things are hard to tell in this place. I mean, I was following a cat on two legs. More cat. Man, I mean, if she were truly an anthropomorphic cat, she would have more feminine features, right? Not necessarily big breasts. Discreetly covered by fluffy fur in the general region of her chest. Why am I thinking like this? There I was, following this cat on two legs, name of Hobbes, if you really must know, because I was looking for the water of life. Seek the water and it shall find you. How's that for directions? Well, I was following a nice lead. We seemed to have been traveling for a time, didn't know how long, didn't know where we were going, back to the dragon. Which dragon? Where were we going anyway? Where are we going anyway? What? I was following you. How can you be following me? I was following you. Then where are we going? I don't even know where we are. I was following you. Something about finding the water of life. You said we should begin. I distinctly recall hearing you say something like that. You started walking. I kind of figured you knew where you were going. Yes, I do know where I am going. Then how can you be following me if you know where we are going? Oh, you mean where I am going right now. That I couldn't tell you. You are lost. Don't even know what you are looking for. I am looking for the water of life. I thought you were looking for your heart. I know where my heart is. Someone took it. And will give it back for the water of life? No, if I give her dragon's breath, I can continue to search for my heart. And the water of life? So I can get dragon's breath. So you can try to get your heart back. You don't go about things in a very organized fashion, do you? It's probably why you're lost. Are you trying to be helpful? Is that what you do? Try to be helpful? Where are you, Matthew? Look around. This is my home. I can be helpful. I can be treacherous. The choice can be as simple as my mood. Look at you, Matthew. You're the most amusing game in town. She had stopped walking at some point watching me by frazzled light. She was an outline, a vague shape. Could almost see nothing by the sparkling light I held. Didn't even know what to think. She had either just paid me a compliment, or she had insulted me. I couldn't figure which. Not by this light. To answer your question, I am trying to be helpful. You say you're looking for the water of life, but you're not. You talk about your heart as if you've lost your soul, but you're not looking for that either. You're wandering blind, expecting it to find you. Pick a direction. How can I pick a direction? I have no direction. I don't even know where I am. You want to know my directions? If you seek it, it will come. Yes. 
Yes, what? If you search for the water of life, a pair of boots, a walking stick, life, the universe, and everything, you will find it. The thing of it is, I don't think you're searching. Pocket philosophy. I've done nothing but search for it. What am I doing then? I was about to ask you the same thing. A cheap shot, I know. More pocket philosophy. From a pocket philosopher. Hey, where are you going? Home. I thought you were home. We are. And just like that, you were standing before a door. Just popped up out of nowhere. I hate it when that happens. Shit just sneaking up on me all the time. I wanted to laugh. I felt like I was going to piss myself. Vomit, hot blood, choke on my own puke. What a mood I was in. Now that I think about it, I'm not sure about the door sneaking up on us. I think it was nothing more than the dark that had fooled me. I was kind of surprised by the door. Kind of figured here for more of a cave dweller. You need rest, I think, and food. Yes, definitely food, and time to think. I didn't really know what to expect from her home. It had kind of a wood and straw feel to it. Furniture was no surprise. Table, some chairs, an old Franklin wood-burning stove. Like, I know what one of those looks like. Pallet, off in some far corner of the room. She put the kettle on. Tossed something that looked like a side of fish into a skillet. When did she add wood? I don't know. I was watching her from a chair at the table. Anything here? I don't recall eating like a continuity glitch in a movie. Hob sat on my chair, straddling me, legs around the back, twining with the chair legs, fingers in my hair as if she were grooming me, my face almost brushing the fur of her chin, her neck, her chest soft as silk. Her voice was a purr in my more pocket philosophy, I think. You've been seeking without purpose, not wanting to find something because you just might find yourself. Even taking an exposition, you must have an idea of what you are searching for when you stop and find it. That doesn't sound right. It's been too long since you read Winnie the Pooh, then. Much too long. When did you forget? What? When did you forget what they were looking for? I don't know. The North Pole? Close your eyes. Was I right? Pooh found the North Pole, right? Hush. Yes, he found the North Pole. Now where can you find the water of life? In the garden. Is it garden? Yes, the dragon caretaker of the garden. I must ask the dragon for a thimble of water. How do I know that? Because you are finally seeking. You need not be walking to search. It helps, but it is not necessary. As she spoke. Her fingers were like the touch of heaven in my hair. There's danger. Yes. Why are you helping? Because I told you, silly goose. You're the most fun I've had all day. It may seem strange to turn coy, but I think I'll stop here. There are some things that are just too personal to share. We didn't even do anything. I'm not even sure we were compatible. Look, if, if you want to believe that there was some major bestiality going on, I can't stop you.
If you can't imagine that it was enough simply to fall asleep with her fingers in my hair, then I just feel sorry for you. And when I woke up, she would be gone. Cottage, too. I would have to continue the search on my own. I wasn't going to forget Hobbes. All I had to do was think about her and she was there. My first moment's peace since I had lost my way. Fahrenheit pointing his finger. Why am I convinced? He pointed a finger. It doesn't matter. Yesterday was a memory. Tomorrow would be cannibal frogs. This audio recording of The Fearful Pagidian, Pin the Tail on the Donkey, is copyright 2010 by Keith T. Jones. All rights reserved. 